0: I cruise a lot, and I always sail with travel insurance. You should, too. Get a free quote today at tripinsurance.com. Here we go. Broadcasting from the tripinsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida, this is Cruise Radio. All right, here we go. 2022. How you doing? My name is Doug Parker. Thank you so much for... Making us a part of your day. Hope you had a very happy new year, my friend. Coming up on this week's show, we have a review of MSC Cruise's newest ship here in the U.S., the MSC Seashore. Chad will be here in just a couple of moments. Before we get to him, though... Cruise News returns next week. Everyone's been doing this crazy vacation schedule. It's like uh, herding cats around here trying to get someone to do news. So with that said, if you want to get caught up on the news, you can do that at Cruise Radio News, just opposite of this channel, or on our YouTube channel, Cruise News Today. That's five days a week, Monday through Friday. All right, Chad just returned from MSC Seashore. It was a seven-night cruise out of Port Miami. He booked a room up in the yacht club suites, which is the premium area of the ship. And he's here to talk all about it. Hello, Chad. Hey there. So I'm excited to hear all about this cruise because I only got to spend two nights on it. Didn't get to see nearly enough. And plus you were, uh, you had the ultimate experience up there in the yacht club. So before we get to the ship itself and talk about your experience, we'll take a couple of steps back. You're out there in Seattle. What made you want to take this seven night cruise clear across the country to the Eastern Caribbean?
1: well we've uh, done a few cruises on Royal Caribbean before we've we've stayed in a few suites with them and wanted to try MSC just to try a different brand we've heard a lot about them and their yacht club experience how it was it was pretty nice and and it's more of like a European experience which much much international guests and and sailors so we we wanted to try that out that's basically what what made us try MSC
0: now for sure now you made your way uh, down to Port Miami any pre-cruise time down like in South Beach or anything
1: we did fire the day before, so we we had about a day in Miami to kind of look around and and just kind of walk through downtown Miami and mm-hmm. got to see Miami itself there. But it was pretty amazing to see the the cruise terminal. That was our first time sailing out of Miami. We've always sailed out of Port Canaveral before, so yeah. to see all the cruise ships lined up in a row like that, it was it was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, for sure. So you make your way to Port Miami to embark MSC Seashore. How was the embarkation process and? Uh, was it, I guess, elevated at all since
1: you were in the Yacht Club? It was. It was pretty amazing. Um, so when we were driving to the port, our driver was kind of getting us to the where the port entrance is, where the main entrance is, and we saw a tent for the Yacht Club outside and told them to kind of stop there for us. And so they have a separate entrance that's just for the Yacht Club folks that that's separate from where everyone else is that's off to the side there in a tent. So we rolled up to there and they took our paperwork and brought us right into where the main building is. We kind of walked by the line of people and went right upstairs to check in. And I think our our total time kind of curved the ship was around 20 minutes. And it was just maybe a few extra minutes for them to scan our our COVID documents. And and that was it.
0: Yeah. And what are are their COVID protocols right now? Like, are are you just having to provide a, a negative test at the pier and no testing at the
1: actual pier? Exactly. Yeah. So if, if you're vaccinated and you're not traveling with any children who are unvaccinated, you could just provide that negative test there at the pier and you don't have to take a test there at all. So that made the, the time a lot less. We, we could just provide the results of our test from the day before. Yeah, for sure.
0: You make your way on board MSC Seashore. And I, I would ask you what your first impressions are, but you were kind of taking up the uh, kind of the the back staircase, right? When you go up there, like you don't walk through the main ship when you go into the yacht club.
1: You know, they do take us right through the main entrance. So we we walked right through on the fifth floor there. We walked Mm -hmm. right by the chocolate bar and some of the the atrium. And and then we went right, like you're saying, to our private elevator, right up to our our suite. And and they gave us a tour of our room and kind of the yacht club in general. So, yeah, it was amazing. It's a beautiful ship. Lots of shiny surfaces, um, just chrome and glass and crystals everywhere. And it's beautiful. And you make your way up to the yacht club, to your stateroom up there. What did you think of the suite? It's amazing. It, it's kind of basically a larger balcony room. So it's, it's, it's not too wide. It's just slightly wider than a normal balcony room. But uh, the amenities in there were amazing. They had an awesome coffee machine for us, a full bar that was stocked and included. So anything we wanted out of there was constantly refreshed throughout the week. Um, they had an amazing bathroom as well, and with all those extra amenities. So yeah, it was, it was a great place to be. in, in the Yacht Club is kind of walled off from the rest of the ship. You have to use your key card to kind of open up a glass door to get, get in there. And then once you're finally in there, it's it's like you're in a ship within a ship. It's it's a totally different experience.
0: You mentioned you've sailed other cruise lines. Uh, have you ever stayed like in the other cruise lines, premium experience like the Haven with NCL or up in, like, in a sky suite on Royal Caribbean?
1: Yeah, so we've done the Sky Suite experience on Royal Caribbean, and it's it's very different in that it's very fragmented. Like, they have a space that you can go into for drinks, and they have a space that you can go into in, like, an upper deck, but they're all in different areas of the ship, whereas mm-hmm. the Yacht Club is, is really just in one area. It's floors 16 through 20. Uh, there's no one else back there in terms of other staterooms. So you're really isolated from everyone else. And, and you could actually stay in that space the whole week and, and never leave almost. They, they have everything you need in there in terms of restaurants and access to bars and the pool and, and a sun deck and everything.
0: So in this next question might sound ignorant, so excuse me. But the, the Yacht Club suites come with a butler. So what exactly does the butler do? Is he like your own like
1: personal concierge? Exactly. Like is your one point of contact for everything you would need to do on the ship. So you'll never have to stop at guest services or even the, they had a concierge, but we, we never needed to stop there because our butler was able to do everything we needed for us. So if we wanted to book a reservation for dining or change our reservations, he he could do everything for us in addition to just making sure we were taken care of in our room and getting us you know lots of waters and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, well, let's talk about the uh, the inside of the yacht club before we move outside of the ship because there's a restaurant in there, and there's like I believe it's called like the Top Sail Lounge, like a kind of a, a lounge place down there as well. And of course, you have your own what is it like a retreat
1: area? Exactly. Yeah, they have like a deck upstairs with a, with a grill, a pool, a hot tub, and just a general sun deck that you can lay out on. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's 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 that's exactly what it is as you described it with the bar. Uh, on the top sail lounge and then right above that is the restaurant that overlooks and it that's a view very beautiful space you're right there at the front of the ship it's it's almost like where you would have an observatory lounge on another ship Mm -hmm. Um, so it's it's an amazing view and they take care of you really well. As soon as you walk into the lounge, um, they'll offer you any kind of beverage. It's it's all that is included as, as part of the yacht club experience. So you'll never have to pay extra for beverages. Um, and then as you go upstairs to the to the restaurant, they get to know you there. It's it's kind of like your main dining room. You'll never have to to go to the main dining room. You can always go up there, and uh, they they have amazing amazing food up there as well.
0: I was going to ask you how was the food quality up there in the uh the yacht club restaurant.
1: It was great. We were only able to eat up there one night for dinner because we were doing the specialty dining the rest of the night. But for everyone that was up there, it seemed like they were they were going up there exclusively. They weren't even using the specialty restaurants. They It was really of that kind of caliber in terms of the quality of the food. So it, it, it was pretty amazing.
0: Nice. Let's talk about the dining around the ship because it's one thing that this ship does have is a lot of dining places. Uh, did you eat in, uh, well, maybe you didn't, um, or wander through uh, one of the main dining rooms downstairs at all?
1: We did. We did wander through one of them. I think it was like the Manhattan one Mm -hmm. um, downstairs there. So we did get to see at least one of the main dining rooms.
0: Gotcha. how about the, uh, the buffet area? Did you eat in there at all? We did. We did eat in there
1: once, I think for breakfast, and we kind of walked through there a few times because we were on the 16th floor, so the same floor as the buffet. So we usually had to walk through there to get to our room. So it, it, was, it was pretty large in terms of the number of stations that they had, but um, because of the reduced capacity, they only had just a small number of those windows actually opened. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, w- it was pretty limited in, in the sense that every day we walked by, it was kind of the same thing. They never really had any diversity in, in the buffet area up there. What is their buffet protocols? So they, they have a station where you can get a tray and uh, they'll obviously force you to wash your hands beforehand and then you'll, you'll pick up your tray. And then from there, they're serving everything for you. Uh, you can't really touch anything on your own. So it's, it's kind of nice from that perspective. You don't have to, to worry about shared tons or anything like that. Yeah,
0: for sure. And then uh, outside of the buffet in the main dining room, there's a lot of specialty restaurants on there. Uh, which ones did you go to? Give us a highlight from each one.
1: Yeah, so we did the their little dining package for all four of the the main restaurants. So we we did Ocean K, uh, which has amazing seafood. Uh, they, the teppanyaki and the sushi ex- experience, we did the sushi one. That was that was amazing. They have the sushi kind of on these platters that spin around in a circle, kind of what you've seen on, on land. They've, they've got that at sea in, the, in their sushi restaurant. Um, Butcher's Cut was an amazing steakhouse experience. That that was really nice. And then the last one is uh, Ola Tacos, which is really good tacos, street tacos, really nice proportion-sized uh, food there. It was, wasn't bad at all. And as far
0: as the bars and lounges around the ships, any favorites?
1: Yeah, the Carberry Lounge in the back there was was someone that we kind of went to a lot, just because they had a lot of entertainment in there, and it, mm-hmm. it was a great place to get some drinks as well. But um, all of the bars that we went to were amazing. The, the, the other one that was a big highlight was Vanky, which is a kind of like a chocolate experience of sorts. They have to- chocolate you can buy there, but they also have a lot of beverages, like a, a chocolate martini, and those were amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah, that whole area right there where that uh, that chocolate shop is with uh, what is it, like the Statue of Liberty's right there in the the Times Square area where the pianos are in. That's a
1: really cool area, too. Exactly. I think we probably spent almost as much time there as we did in the other lounge that those dueling pianos mm-hmm. were one of the highlights of our our, our experience. They, they had an amazing like 80s night where they're playing all these 80s hits with, with the dueling pianos. And then, like you said, it's, it's a Times Square lounge. So it looks like you're really standing in Times Square. They have yeah. all these big screens and ads up as if, as if you're standing right there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, did you
0: uh, spend any time in the casino at all? We did,
1: yes, and it was pretty nice. It's kind of integrated into the into the open space there. The way out, it, it even overlooks Times Square as well. Because it's inside like that, it, it, they don't actually have any smoking areas as well. So it, it's kind of unique from other casino experiences that we could kind of go through there freely and not have to worry about any smells or smoke or anything.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, as far as the entertainment on the ship, you mentioned that you were in the aft there at the cabaret area. Any other entertainment catch your eye?
1: Just the, more of the, the, the dueling pianos and then all the open music they had in some of the other lounges. They had live music per, kind of almost every night in all the lounges. So it was it was pretty nice to go see that every time.
0: Did they ever tell you uh, like what kind of capacity the ship was sailing at?
1: they did yeah so they said that we were at 2000 passengers out of a 4500 max so we were we were a little less than half
0: okay that's not bad at all then
1: and it felt like that too yeah
0: yeah so when like when you were at sea was there any um like
1: congestion points
0: or anything like that
1: no never i mean when we were downstairs in the main areas, um, especially on the sea days, when we were on the open decks outside, we never saw any congestion or any issues with that at all. Um, obviously, when we were up in the yacht club, it was even more spacious. It, it it was pretty limited in terms of how many yacht club people were sailing as well, so that that place was always open and and widely available. Yeah, did you spend any time out there on the
0: open decks, like uh, at the aft right there, where the uh, bridge of sizes or the infinity pool in the back?
1: We did, yeah, the bridge aside and both the infinity pool, but the bridge aside was really cool. The the open glass that you can kinda of step out and, and kinda of step on the open glass and kinda of look down through it and, mm-hmm. and see the infinity pool down there below you, several stories below. It's it's pretty scary, but it's also really cool. Did you notice the uh the one that's on the
0: both the port and starboard side as well, uh, on deck eight? Kind of we did. Yeah.
1: yeah, those are cool, too, because uh, they kind of go out over the water a little bit, too. So they, yeah. they extend off to the edge of the ship. So when you look down on that one, you get to kind of see the water below you as well instead of just the pool. It's, it, those were pretty amazing. Any uh, any time in the spa or thermal suite? Yes, we did. We did do the spa and the, and the thermal suite both. That, that was amazing. Um, great massage and, and the, the cold and hot bath thing was really cool as well.
0: Yeah, I don't understand that because I got a tour of that area, and uh, so they walked me into the snow room. And they said it's supposed to help with circulation, but walking into into the snow room and then going right to the hot. Is that did I understand that correctly?
1: Exactly. Yeah, You're supposed to go like right from the hot tub right into the snow room and kind of like force yourself to have that extreme experience. And it's supposed to help with blood flow. So, yeah, it, it was it's definitely a shock. It, it's pretty yeah. amazing how how fast the, the temperature changes. <laughs> Overall, how would you rate their thermal suite? Oh, it was amazing. I mean, it was obviously brand new as well, so it mm-hmm. you know there, there weren't that many people in there as well. So we we had a great time. I mean, I have never really done the thermal suite experience at sea before, but it was just as good as anything you'd see in in a spot land. I've done like five
0: MSC sailings before over the past decade, and I it's always been hit or miss with the demographic. It, was it a little mixed with um like the European South American crowd and Americans, or was it mostly North Americans?
1: It was very mixed. Yeah, I would say probably 40% Americans and 60% from from elsewhere. So it mm-hmm. was it was heavily influenced. Uh, a lot of people were, were kind of flying in from out of the country to, to go on this trip. So it was, it was pretty fun. I think that really made the experience unique from anything we've had before, yeah. too, with Royal Caribbean in the mm-hmm. sense that it almost felt like you were uh, on a trip to Europe as much as you were in the Caribbean.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. Definitely, 100%. Uh, let's talk about the ports of call you hit on this seven-night Eastern Caribbean itinerary. So what we'll do here, Chad, is give me the port of call give me a highlight and we'll move to the next one.
1: Uh, perfect. So the first one here was Nassau. Uh, it was our first time there and uh, we decided to do the Atlantis water park experience. So that, that was pretty amazing. We we got to go through the the one where the sharks are and kind of, kind of spend the whole afternoon just going through all the water parks. So that, that was our visit to Nassau and that was great. Nice. And where are two next? Next one was San Juan. Uh, so we decided to do a food tour there, um, which was really cool. they, they took us around different places, like a, a chocolate place where they had chocolate-infused coffee. Um, obviously, we got to have a couple of drinks um, and, then, uh, and then set us along our way to, to do some shopping in the afternoon. So that was a really fun experience for Puerto Rico. What kind of weather did you have there? It was nothing but sun the entire week. Nice. Um, we never saw any rain at all, so it was pretty amazing. So you went from Nassau to San Juan. Where to next? And then the last one was Puerto Plata in the Dominican Republic. That one was an interesting experience. They We were the first ship back to that port since uh, 2019. So uh, they had a lot of crowd there. They I guess the president of the country was there. They had news crews there. And um, we decided to do a day pass. So we kind of walked by all that kind of chaos and uh, grabbed a cab and went to uh, the, the Viva Windham Havens resort and, and kind of spent the afternoon there. So that was really nice. I think we were probably the first day pass visitors that they've seen in two years as well. Um, they weren't really sure what to do with us when we first got there, but once we were checked in and we got to see the, the amenities and the beach and everything, it was just, it was a great day. And, uh, and you know, we, we made we had it back on time to do some shopping and then, and then leave.
0: Now, is that an experience you booked on your own and what was included with that? We did.
1: Yeah, it was on our own and it was kind of uh, an all-inclusive. So we we got to included drinks and included uh, food as well. Uh, so we got to have lunch and, and it was all included in the main price there. All the, all the amenities that they had in terms of their pool and then their beach and all the beach chairs as well.
0: well how would you say that that Porta Plata port is like? I mean, I, um, I'm trying to think how I would. It, I haven't really seen any photos of it, but I did see where Seashore was there last week for the first time. Um, is it Like, is there crystal clear water around it? Is it more of a tropical destination? Or I know Porta Plata is very, like, lush and foresty kind of.
1: Right, like the port itself is really built up. Um, I think it's like one company that owns it. And so right as you get off the ship, they actually have a space with with chairs and a beach and a pool and everything. So you could really stay within that area and, and never leave. Mm-hmm. Um, where we went, where our resort was, we had nothing but blue water, it was it was amazing. But when we did go back to the city, that is definitely a, a more rough city. It's definitely one where our, our, our taxi driver was actually telling us that he wouldn't leave or let us leave his site. He, he wanted to kind of escort us around and be with us, so um, it, w- it was just a different a- a- area. It didn't really look very touristy at all, so in terms of like the shops and the areas that you could huh. go into, they had some some stuff for maybe the locals, but it, w- it wasn't very much to do for, for a tourist, so I, I would, if I was there again, would probably stay by the port area and, and just kind of stay in that self-contained area there.
0: Yeah, after the uh, cab driver drops that bomb on you, you're not getting <laughs> out of my sight.
1: <laughs> wow, so then after Porta Plata was Ocean Key. Exactly. That was our last day at Ocean Key, and and it was pretty much a beach day again. So it just got to see their their island and explore that for the day there. That was it was an amazing experience. We had nothing but sun the whole day. They they had a escort that they they took us out there with a golf cart out to where the yacht club beach was. So we kind of started there and and they had a, a lunch. They have a full restaurant there. Um, so we were pretty impressed having been on other private islands where they have like a barbecue and there's some some grilled meat and things like this. This There was like lobster and um, some pretty pretty fancy stuff to be on a private island. And then w- when we walked back, we kind of got to see the rest of the shops and stop at some of the food trucks and, and kind of see what the rest of the island had to offer. And it, it's just a beautiful place. Was that one of those late night stays for y'all? It was. So yeah, they didn't leave until I think – 10 o'clock that night, mm-hmm. um, so they have a light show that they started, I think, around 7 p.m. when it started to get dark, um, and that was pretty cool to see. You could be at the beach, or you could stay on the ship and watch it, and, and they kind of overcast the light show onto the lighthouse there and into the beach itself, so it's, it's pretty cool to see that at nighttime.
0: Since you were over in the Yacht Club area of uh, Ocean Key. Did you notice like where did most people gravitate towards on the island because you were basically on the uh, the far end of it so you got the full stretch from the ship all the way out there like where did you see the most people kind of hanging
1: yeah, I mean, outside of the Yacht Club space, it seemed like everybody kind of spread out. Some people liked to be on the rafts that were kind of like in the middle of the water space. Mm-hmm. And some people were kind of laying by the water and, and hanging out in the sun, whereas other people were kind of walking around more and, and where the shopping area was. But there was never really any one area that was super concentrated until closer to nighttime when they had that light show. But it was it was pretty spread out.
0: And you mentioned that uh, you had the drink package with the um, Yacht Club experience. Did the uh, drink package work on the island, too?
1: It did. Yes. So we, again, we, if we asked for anything uh, and beverage wise, we never, we never had to pay for anything. So that was really nice.
0: All right. So you make your way back onto the ship. It leaves at 10 o'clock. Destination Port Miami. You arrive there. How was the debarkation the next morning?
1: It was great. It was very smooth. Um, you know, I, it's probably, again, because we're in the Yacht Club, they, they kind of have a special place for your bags. You can kind of leave whenever you want, and they'll, they'll escort you downstairs. Um, they take you to where your bag is and, and make sure that you get out through customs to, uh, properly as well. So it's it's a great experience um, with the Yacht Club. I, I think it's, it's pretty unique with them. And it, it, in terms of um, the line, though, we didn't see any long lines at all they had the uh facial recognition technology there so as as long as you stood there and kind of showed your face for a quick second you could kind of walk right out it wasn't bad at all
0: do you have any first time tips for someone who is either sailing msc seashore or spending a a week up in the yacht club
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, definitely don't be afraid to to ask for, for whatever it is that you need in terms of, you know, drinks or food or whatever it is that you need from your butler. They're really there to take care of you. And, and what they offer is kind of unique for each person. Um, but don't be shy to to ask for what you want. Uh, in terms of like the ship itself, I would say, um, you know, don't plan to eat at the buffet every day. Go Go see the rest of the ship. Go experience some of the rest of the dining. But we did hear from a lot of people that were kind of uh, upset about the buffet quality. I think they were just trying to eat there daily, and it's it's just mm-hmm. not the experience for that. But um, definitely check out the the Venki experience at the chocolate bar. We had nothing but great times there. The, the the both the drinks and the the gelato and some of the chocolates they have there are just amazing. And then again, it's it's MSC so it's just a different culture. It's a different vibe. There's a lot of nationalities, a lot of different languages in, in the, both the music and all the lounges. They were playing songs in different languages. So definitely get out and experience that. It's It's pretty cool to see. Looking back, what was the biggest highlight of this cruise? I think for us, it was just being in the yacht club. That experience just blew us away. How well they take care of you, and how nice that experience was overall. As opposed to, like I said, from from some of our prior experiences with Royal Caribbean and in the Sky Suites, it's it's just night and day in terms of the all inclusiveness feel. of like, It's almost like you're in a, a resort of sorts.
0: So you're sold on MSC, then? Like you would sail them again and try, like maybe a different itinerary or a different ship.
1: We are. We're sold. We are, we are definitely booking another MSC cruise. I think we're going to try to do one in the Mediterranean just to kind of see what, what their local experience is, since that's kind of where they're predominantly based. But um, definitely sold on MSC. It was, it was a great value um, in terms of our experience.
0: Uh, before we hop here, Chad, how well of a job do you think MSC is doing to protect its
1: guests? I think from like a like a COVID perspective, I think they're doing a great job. They basically have, the, in terms of the requirements on board, you you have to wear a mask everywhere in sores unless you're eating or drinking, um, just as you would kind of expect to see on land. And they and they definitely enforced that. Um, we never at any time saw anyone kind of unmasked or walking around inside. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was we've all felt safe. We saw people kind of cleaning constantly there were no reported cases on board. Um, a lot of people being international had to do testing on board their last day so they could fly home and, Mm -hmm. and there were never any announcements made of any, any cases either. So we, we felt really safe. All right. Well, in closing here, what are your final thoughts of MSC Seashore? Oh, it's a beautiful ship. There's so much to do between the, the water slides and the F1 simulator experience and, and all the things that you can do on board. We, we had a great time. It, I definitely encourage people to, to try MSC. It's, it's a new experience. Yeah, we didn't even get to talk about that.
0: Like, the arcade is massive. They have the F1 simulator, they have the whitewater rafting simulator. Like, there's a lot happening on that ship everywhere.
1: Exactly. Awesome. Yeah, there, there's no shortage of act, active things to do. You'll never be bored, especially on a sea day. You'll, you'll find lots to do all day. <laughs>
0: Very good. We've been talking with Chad about his seven-night Eastern Caribbean cruise on MSC's MSC Seashore out of Port Miami. Chad, I appreciate you stopping by, my friend, and uh, thanks again.
1: Yes, thank you. A big
0: question we get at Cruise Radio is, how do I know if I need trip insurance? All right, Dougie, let's see what we got here, buddy. Cruise Radio is produced weekly in Jacksonville, Florida. For partnership opportunities, email Doug at cruiseradio.net. Hear Cruise Radio on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, the Stitcher Radio Network, Google Play, or at cruiseradio.net. I'm your announcer.